please stand as you are able as a way of honoring the gospel. Today's scripture comes from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to a mountain which Jesus has directed them to. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but something but some doubted. And Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the same name of the Holy Father and the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. For the last 2,000 years, we Christians have tried to use all sorts of metaphors to describe a mystery, and they've all fallen short. The mystery today that we're engaging, the mystery that we engage every day, is the Trinity, this image of a three-in-one God. The metaphor of water that we use today for baptism has often been used to describe the Trinity, that water can be experienced as water, as ice, as steam, but it's all the same, but it's just in different forms. Some of us grew up in Sunday school classrooms that had shamrocks taped to the wall so that we would remember that God is three in one. In fact, even the the pulpit of our sanctuary has Trinitarian images on it, all very humble attempts to try and explain this mystery. Well, in the year of our Lord, 2017, I've got one that I don't think has been preached about in previous Trinity Sundays. Do you all know what a fidget spinner is? <laughs> I, I can tell. Do you kids have fidget spinners? You don't. Okay. You don't have to have any. In fact, I've heard that these have been banned from the Chatham Middle School. Because what came in as something that might be of assistance to uh, young people who have ADHD to help them concentrate now has become a craze, and everybody wants one. And so, so many kids have been bringing these to class that it has become a distraction, and they have been banned. I'm just looking around. Do other teachers in other schools, have they been banned in your school too? <laughs> okay. Florham Park, yeah. Okay, so, wow, you came to church this Sunday and you saw contraband in the, <laughs> in the sermon. So there are three points to this fidget spinner. And each are unique and individual, but when you spin them, they all become one. I don't know if you can see the light reflecting off of that from where you are, but there is a a force that I can feel in my fingers. And when you turn it like this, you can feel the centrifugal force and the centripetal force in this spinner. And it may be another humble attempt at a metaphor that points to a deeper truth about the Trinity, that the Trinity is always in motion, 
always moving, always creating an energy that's moving outward and also an energy that's holding them, holding it inward. Richard Rohr in his latest book on the Trinity describes the atom as some of the similar energy to the Trinity, that the elements of the atom, the, the protons and the electrons that are flowing around each other have centripetal force and centrifugal force holding in place every one of us, every bit of creation. And if we look at that, all of life and all of this and all of us is in the Trinitarian flow from the very beginning, before we're even cognitive of this three-in-one mystery that Christians talk about. It is so important for Christians to engage this concept. And for centuries, we've been trying to get our minds around this mystery. On the cover of your bulletin, you'll see an image of the icon of hospitality by Andrei Rublev, who was a Russian Christian follower of Jesus in the 14th century, or 15th century, I forget what his years were. And he painted this icon known as the icon of hospitality, also known as the icon of the Trinity. He takes the imagery from Genesis chapter 18, when Abraham and Sarah welcomed visitors, guests, strangers into their midst and said, come rest over the, uh, under the shade of the oaks of Mamre and we will bring you food and sustenance for your journey. And because of their hospitality, because of their willingness to welcome the stranger and provide food and drink for the strangers, the strangers, God, they didn't know it was God, gave them a blessing and said, Sarah will become pregnant. And Sarah was in the, the tent behind them laughing when she heard that. But indeed, that promise came to fruition. These three figures representing the Trinity, the creator dressed in gold on the left, the Christ figure dressed in blue, which was the understanding of the color of the, the earth, the sky, the sea, and Jesus God incarnate coming to be in the flesh on the earth with us, dressed in blue and holding his two fingers out, which was Christian education in that day when most people could not read, but it was symbolic of Christ's humanity and Christ's divinity and in a hand gesture of blessing over a chalice. And then the spirit clothed in green, that image of always bringing new life, new birth, new growth. You'll notice that the, the three are gazing at each other, and there's a motion, almost a circle in their body language. Their glances, their body language, and the Holy Spirit's finger pointing to this little box. Do you see the little box? You can probably see it more in greater detail in your bulletin. The box that is on the table. 
Richard Rohr in his latest book said that scientists have just done some work on this icon and they have found residue of glue just in this box on the table. And there are many theories that say on this box was glued a small mirror that would reflect the image of those who were looking upon this icon. The spirit saying, look at the mirror and look who is sitting at the fourth side of the table. Who is it? It's us. It's you. It's me. It's everyone who is gazing on the mystery of the Trinity. And the, the writer of this icon wanted to say to us, the Trinity is not some set-apart concept. The Trinity is that three-in-one mystery of God who sits at table with us, who sits at communion with us, who is interacting with us. Not only is there a circular motion between the three, a relationship between the three, a love between the three, but it is four-dimensional that there is a relationship of love with us, with all of creation. The Trinity is not a concept. It is the cosmic soup in which we swim. The Trinity is always in relationship with us, whether we're cognitive of that or not, and has been in relationship with us from the very beginning of our existence. The relationship of the three in one, according to the Gospel of John, in the beginning was the Word. These three persons of God were in the beginning when the Big Bang happened, however many billion years ago that was. The hope for Christians is that we can get up every morning and say, God, I want to be in the flow of your love. I want to be in the flow of this relationship, this three-in-one relationship of love, of outpouring life and love into the other, into us. If we can be in that flow, then God's love will naturally flow out of us. And it will flow out of us in ways that may be experienced. Have you, ever, have you ever just found yourself smiling at someone or at something? Maybe it's a little one. Maybe it's a grandchild. Maybe it's waiting in line on, in, in the supermarket watching another family. And you just look at them and you just smile. Or it may be outside and you find yourself smiling at the creation. And then maybe you realize, oh, I hope nobody saw me standing there just smiling. We're in the flow when we're in that kind of energy. When we find ourselves loving someone or being loved, we are in the flow of that Trinitarian energy. When we find our hearts moved with compassion because we know someone is hurting and we seek to care for them or protect them or work for justice for them, we're in the flow of God's mystery in the Trinity. 
when we do what the gospel told us to do today and what Aaron read, when we baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we're in the flow of God's love as a congregation. When we do what the scriptures told us to do and teach everything that Jesus taught and to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. We're in the flow of God's love. When we hear the words of Christ that were spoken in today's gospel, not just with our ears, but with the ears of our heart that says to us in the present form, I am with you always to the ends of the earth. And we're in the flow. And we know that no matter what is happening in our world, no matter what is happening in our lives, Christ has promised to be with us always until the end of time. May we go from this place today in the flow of the mystery that is the triune God trusting that God is with us. Amen.